We might be childhood friends and I might drive you round the bend. You could fly me out to Paris just to propose. I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose. But I guess that's how it goes. Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. Hi, this isn't Strange Bedfellows. It's- well, it is. It is because it is. It's the. It's still part of our content block. I think we owe. I think contractually we have to say it's strange bedfellows. Yeah. Because yeah. then the advertisers will be like, "We're not going to advertise on a show called Dad Talk that's one no. episode long." Yeah. Exactly. And it releases on New Year's Day. Not so a popular day to release a podcast. By all measures, strange bedfellows, and I'm Tanner Greenring. It's a romance podcast. And I'm Jack Shepard, and this is the winter of our Chris content. Still. Even if it's not the same show. Now, every week when we do our show, Strange Bedfellows, a romance podcast where we read romance books. Yeah. Romance. And sometimes watch romance movies. Yeah. And we can't. This week's movie. Yeah. Sometimes when we watch our romance movies. Yeah. We or read our romance books. Uh, we write a poem. Now, technically, uh-huh. this week is um, we're traveling. You're at grandma's house. I'm at grandma's house. Yeah, my son is home. Not mm-hmm. at the moment. I've sent him away, but good. His, his his energy is still in the house. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can sense it. Technically, you're off the hook. Well, this is not a, a traditional episode of Strange Bedfellows. It is yeah. dad talk. It's dad talk. Yeah, and but we don't need to say that until the end. Right. No. Of course. Yeah. It's a Episode length. So dad should talk. you have to do a poem? No. Yes. Well, I didn't. Oh. So, but we should say that it's our content block where we're watching all the films. We're how how to say this? We're like Charles Darwin when he uh, set out on the what did he set out on the Pequod? Galapagos Highlands. Yeah, and he um, wanted to categorize every Chris. Well, I don't know what his intentions were. That's definitely our intentions. Our intention is that. So we're maybe the metaphor ends. We're there. like a modern Charles uh, Darwin. Charles Darwin and yeah. his friend, I guess. I guess I should just quickly stop down to say, if you came to hear the exciting conclusion to what happened to us, Arbiter when we Tanner got whisked away to the future to save Arbiter Tanner with Arbiter Jack. You're, um, you're going to be disappointed again. Yeah, this is a little bit like an eye of a hurricane, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, it's quiet now, and we're like, all right, we've got just enough time to watch a few episodes of a kid's show with the boys yeah. and do da- an episode-length dad talk. Mm-hmm. No whammies, by the way. We can't make any mistakes because um, because of the onus on the editor. Onus on the create. editor. Yeah. Well, and um, because, yeah. again, we're in a pretty precarious situation being in the eye of this, like, temporal storm. Yeah, we've got one eye on the horrors that are happening to Arbiter Tanner uh, out in the future. But we've got time now to talk about kids and kids shows. And But why this one? Well, it is, as I have said, the winter of our Chris content. And content. Usually you write a poem. You didn't this week. That's okay. We're not going to guilt him over it. I didn't have time to do anything this week except watch a, a few Sex episodes books. of this show that you have suggested I watch that's for kids. And it's, we should say, buried the lead here, starring the great Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd, yeah. 
he's a um one of the great Chris's. One of the he's a really Chris's. good Chris, but he's yeah. not like when you when you say who are the famous Chris's. Yeah, I don't think Chris O'Dowd is often Pine, making Evans, that Pratt, list. but no one's saying O'Dowd. Fine, Evans, Pratt, O'Dowd. O'Dowd. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he's one of my favorite Chris's. One of the best. Certainly very charming on this show. Yep. His accent is hashtag swoon. Hashtag so swoon, yeah. I thought you might have an issue with it. No, it's fine. Your, your upbringing. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> not waters I think you need to be wading into. Just yeah. leave me to say whether or not I have an issue, and I don't. <laughs> I pitched it to you as Irish Bluey, which was a little bit of a... That was a head fake. That was a, a lie. Yeah, yeah, that was a big lie. I just needed to get the to get the hook in. Because it's not Irish Bluey. It's, it's Irish Puffin Rock. Puffin Rock. <laughs> yeah, it's Irish Puffin Rock. There's nothing quite like it. And also, you know Netflix who else is... original. You know who else is, is um, pitching it wrong? Who? The, the whole world. Do you say Ghibli or Ghibli? Studio Ghibli. So the whole world is saying, um, when you look up Puffin Rock, they're like, the Irish studio that creates... Puffin Rocks. Sure, but there's a specific Irish studio that created it for Netflix is the Studio Ghibli of Ireland. And that's kind of a lie, too, in the same way that this is the Bluey of Ireland is a lie, because it's like, yeah, maybe both of those things are true, but it's not like Bluey and it's not like Studio Ghibli. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) it's sort of its own thing. And to call it those things is to oversell it, I would say. Yeah. But that also is unfair to Puffin Rock because it's a very nice show. It's very wholesome. Do you want, is now a good time for my joke or do you want to? Let's do our first hit segment first. Is it a romance? Yes. Vampires, BDSM, a cat dies, but is it a romance? Okay. You say yes? No, it's not. No, it's not at all. Yeah, I was saying yes to the dress and the dress being let's do our segment. Do the segment, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, no to the question. To the question. Well, I think uh, there's you know a lot actually, to like about it. I think Chris O'Dowd is is his voice is, is very nice. And can I do a segment within a segment and... now? Oh sure, yeah. This is um, it's puffed. It, hang on, I got to get the intonation right. Yeah. It's it's puffed in facts with jit. Sorry, hang on one sec. No whammies. It's puffed in facts with this Justin Jack. This Justin Jack. This Justin. This just oh, in. It's a puffin fact. This just in, Jack. Yeah, it's puffin yeah, facts. Urgent with this just in, Jack. Jack. Yeah. And normally we'd put that like fun, like, you know, ticker tape news, breaking news uh, music underneath me saying that, but not this time because nobody has time to edit. It, there's so many children. Yeah, and there's, there's children everywhere. so little daycare. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but this is a good time in terms of romance. Puffins um, get together and they stay together for their whole lives. Oh, that's cute. And you know what? Yeah. That's true of the show. We sh- the the show has a uh, yeah. uh, Mama Puffin and Papa Puffin. They haven't been given names. They've been um sort of distilled down to their essence. Lost all of their their puffinhood. Yeah. Lost all of their personality, all of their identity and have just yeah. become they've become Mama, Mama and Papa. And Papa. Yeah. Relatable. Um and they're yeah. together and it seems like they've been together a long time and will be together a long time. They keep shitting out puffin babies. No, they don't. They just have two. Well, still, the one of them's pretty young. Should we do so I was th- recently I'm thinking had a puffin baby. In the course of this episode, I figure we can do like a little bit of a character ranking. 
I think that would be good. I think it's important that we, as men in our forties, really yeah. come down hard on these. The ranking sort of, of the characters in Puffin Rock, lovable characters in Puffin Rock. We Puff should and say Rock about, is a little yeah. bit. Is it a romance? Dull. No. The Puffin Rock is a little bit. Dull. Speaking of Galapagos, well, come on, it's for kids. Okay. <laughs> speaking of Galapagos Islands, yeah, <laughs> it is a little bit of a Galapagos Island. It is a little bit of a Galapagos Island. It's not. It's an island in Ireland, Scotland, famously called island. Puffin Rock. Yeah, and it's well, based it's, on it's and all of, the Wikipedia um, articles and all the articles say like Puffin Rock is based on Puffin Rock. It's like okay, it's not based on. You can't base a show on an island. You can't base. I guess when a show, I said it's sort of yeah. like Galapagos Island, what I meant was it's not exactly Galapagos Island, but in some ways it's like Galapagos Island. Okay, yeah, because it's untarnished by human hands and eyes. Yeah, only puffin hands and eyes have tarnished this island. Well, lots of different animals. Yeah, it's lots sort of, of different uh, um, in the. This is a highly relatable reference, and it's no whammy, so it's just going to have to stay in. Okay. In the same way that Torchwood was and Cardiff, England, were like a hotspot for paranormal and like extraterrestrial and transdimensional activity. Yeah, in the Doctor Who spinoff Torchwood, just for folks who aren't like like hard in the tumbler paint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Puffin Rock is sort of like a nexus for all of the world's creatures. Yes, everybody's hanging out on Puffin Rock, and it's not always peaceful, is it? No, but they they have sort of a, a very um, I don't know. It's like a polite way of describing the puffin death which that must occur. Kill puffins. Yeah, it's seagulls, <laughs> seagulls, and I think foxes sometimes. Although the fox that they know is um, yeah. So we've got Mama, we've got Papa, we've got Flynn. let's do dramatic personae. There's first of all Una. Yeah, well, so here's the what I did. I'll, the titular puffin. I'll say now, I sat down to write a character like bio for each of the major characters, and I only got as far as writing the bio for Una. So can I say it? Let's hear it. Una is the hard-driving, sand-blasting, seagull-scaring baller of the bunch. This hard-headed gull stomper is on a seagull diet. She sees gulls, she eats them. They call her Una because Una is what you're going to be saying when she curb stomps your sorry ass and leaves you for dead. That's not not actually at all what she's like. I've seen a lot more. I've seen all of this show. I've only um, seen so you recommended it to me because you and Miles watch it together. I hope. Yeah, Miles and I watch it. Together. <laughs> okay, Miles good. is a bit of yeah. a, a sweetie. He's a softie. I, you know what? And I was thinking that the whole time because I watched it with Cyril, and he was like not that interested. But Lewis, little Lewis, was like, "I can I say something? Can I admit something?" Yeah, I've never shown my children either of my children. I realized to, yesterday in watching this. I have never shown either of my children an age-appropriate television program ever. I usually don't either. No, I think <laughs> so. Um, this is like the first time Lewis has seen something that's like for his age. He's two, and he yeah. was mesmerized by these puppets. Mesmerized. Yeah, so that. excited to watch it. Do you want to quickly say your joke now? Seems like now's the time. time for the joke. Okay, yeah, and I should say that um, I got carried away with my description of Una. It's nothing. She's nothing no, like she's, that. It's she's very like bad. Pretty, like soft, nice, like yeah. kind, playful yeah. young puffin girl. I was trying to inject some tension and some conflict where there is none, and it, which I felt though Lewis didn't um, that the show needed, needed a little more. bit of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could have used some more. I'll admit I'm usually playing Pokemon when I'm watching yeah. Puffin Rock. So. Yeah. 
It's yeah. only I'm only really perking up when I hear Chris O'Dowd, you know? Yeah, no, same. I'll i I'll sit back. Is it time for my joke? I would love for you. So I've heard the joke. I'm gonna try to forget it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wanna come yeah. at it like Yeah, you wanna fresh, come at it you know? clean. So we should say we're I'm I'm two for three on this joke. Well, I think two for four. So I told the joke to Sarah. And then I think Sarah told the joke to her mom, but not as like, oh, this is a great joke, Jack told. She didn't but do like it with the proper setup. And then no, how familiar th- is your mom is your mother-in-law with Puff and Rock? Well, she is the one who gave me the term dull uh, as uh, to, as like sure. thought technology to describe it. Yeah. So yeah, she watched it with me and Lewis and Cyril. And she kind of dozed off a little bit and occasionally woke up to comment on um on how dull she was. How dull it is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and I don't think, I don't, I don't think Sarah told the joke to her in good faith. It was like, I can't believe what Jack said. And then she didn't like the joke. So I'm, but you liked it. And I think you told it to your wife and she liked it. She laughed so loud. I couldn't finish the joke. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll just say, and it actually gave me an idea for how to maybe like restructure the joke. But I do think your delivery is, is the best delivery. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just come and say it. So, uh, the, the joke starts this way and do we, should we do it with, Tan- Maybe yeah. we should invite Tanner Green Ring joke explainer. Yeah, can we sort invite his purview? Yeah, you know? we should say uh, Tanner Green Ring joke explainer, very very famous character from our Patreon show. Yeah, if you don't listen to the Patreon, go listen yeah. to it. It's Patreon.com/slash/bscpodcast. Yeah. Um, how to explain Tanner Green Ring joke explainer? He's sort of a different guy from me. I leave. Yeah, you he go. Comes and he yeah. um he listens to the joke and then I guess explains it. Yeah, and. Often does a pretty good job, honestly. It's not like it's not really a bit in that like you would expect him to like fail to explain it, but he's yeah. usually can g- get usually it. he can get to the core of it pretty quickly. Okay, all right, I'll so, be. I'm gonna leave. Okay, you're gonna go. Yeah. All right. Tanner Greenring joke explainer. I'm so glad Hello. we have you here. Normally we have wow, you it's been explain. So long jokes from shows. last time you asked me to explain a joke let's see what was it um it was a sex joke definitely that you didn't understand that's right oh, yeah and oh someone was buying a, a sex worker yes somebody somebody was making a joke about a sex worker that i just I didn't just get the didn't double entendre it. yeah but that and thanks to it's you good to I, be here wow and yeah. you don't usually invite me during the daylight hours like this well this is a kid's show today we should say it's nine in the Copa, morning. Is this COPA compliant? This episode, and uh, it's about to not be because on account of, of the, on account of the joy, joke, you know. Yeah, but because it was until the joke, and now the joke, and it's not. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So I'll just say it. Let's see. Um, okay, and it starts this way. What's the difference, Tanner Greenring, joke explainer? Yeah. Uh, between uh, crack addict uh-huh. and my son. Lewis. I don't know what. One's into puff and rock, the other's into puff and rock. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, pretty good. Because uh, crack addicts like to smoke crack puff rock. Puff rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Puff, I like to yes. puff the rock. That's why you're here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And puff and rock is the name of a popular Irish yeah. kids show for sort of preschool age kids. And I should say, Tanner Greenring joke explainer, I was thinking about restructuring the joke to say something like somebody who Netflix has original, a problem with crack or something because crack addict feels like it feels like aggressive and it feels like of the 90s in a way that oh, like, I well, know, maybe but like wouldn't say it. But I could I can't you need the joke to be really tight terminologically. You need, 
in order to work. Because ultimately, the, the the truth of the matter is that the, there's not a lot in common between the two categories, except there's this one over. Now I'm I'm Jack Shepard joke explainer. Oh, this is part there's of it. This, though. It's like a it's a symposium, you know. Yeah. This okay. is what I. This is what uh, Tanner Greenring joke explainer always hopes the episode will become. Yeah. Sort of a. <laughs> yeah. The thing I'd say is that like what's funny is that there's there's so little in common between these two categories, and yet this one place. It's just so tight what they have in common. They're Jamie both laughed into the, Puff and Rock. <laughs> Jamie laughed the first time I said crack addicts like to like Puff and Rock. Yeah, and then okay. she started laughing so loud I couldn't say. And Lewis likes <laughs> Puff and Rock. So it got me thinking that maybe there's an alt approach to this joke. That's what do my two year old son and a crack addict have in common? And they both Puff love and Puff rock. and Rock. But it doesn't. That's, I think it. Yeah. I don't know if it works quite as well. That's pretty tight. No, I actually think I like that better. Yes. That's good. They both love Puff right, and Rock. So let's well, take that's another a better run version. Yeah. Let's get okay. a, a few seconds of silence here just so we can have a clean. Okay. Here we go. What do my two-year-old son and a crack addict have in common? What? They both love Puff and Rock. <laughs> that's great. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yes. It, that's great. I think that's re- that's much tighter. Yeah. And again, you know, I don't love the terminology. A two-year-old son is fine. But yeah. uh, it's not. I should he, go. I've been away from X yeah. for far too long. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. Yeah. Far too many jokes are going unexplained yeah. right now. <laughs> uh Tanner actual Tanner Greenring, welcome back. Um Tanner Greenring joke explainer did a great job explaining the joke and um You know what's think- a weird thing he does when we kind of pass each other in the studio hallway? Tell me. Is he always goes in for a handshake, but he goes yeah. in really fast and right uh-huh. towards my crotch. Oh, and it yeah. always makes me like flinch, you know? Yeah. And I think does that's he, why he does it. He hasn't said to you, that's why I do it. No. Because <laughs> you'd feel like Tanner. Because I don't think joke it's explainer. a joke. I think it's sort of oh, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, he's now, trying to like yeah. very subtly gently the one me. Well, and he I'm realizing like I I was lulled. He was like totally cool with my pretty off color joke. And I was like, oh well, that means it's okay. But it's like maybe like that sample of people being cool with your off-color joke isn't a good sign. I think the problem with Tanner Greenring Joke Explainer is he doesn't really have a, a solid sense of, like, morality or a code of ethics. Like, yeah. He's just there to explain the joke, you know? Yeah. So you got to be a little careful. You can't go to him for, like, guidance. That makes sense. Do you want to um, take a quick break for a... Um, it's Puffin Facts with this just Justin. With, with this Justin. It's, it's Puffin. It's puffed in facts with this Justin Jack. Yes, please. Let's see. Uh, they have radiator beaks. Radiator beaks. What does yeah. that mean? They got radiator beaks. Their beaks have like so many blood vessels in them because when they're flying, they get super cold. But yeah, they're like cold too. Because it's cold out there. There's an episode where they, so I should say their best friend is a little shrew. Yeah, so that guy, uh, um, I'm going to rank him named Mossy. Uh, 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 Mossy I'm going to rank very high on my character oh, ranking he's number when we get three for me. up to it. He's major, major ranking, like second only to maybe Bernie. Oh, I think he's he's three for me behind Baba and Bernie for sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, Baba's pretty good. Baba, so we should haven't said anything about the show. It's No, we uh, shouldn't. Let me finish my thought, okay, though. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're stuck on the cliff. You got to watch yeah. the show. If you're into like um if you're mild... anywhere between the age of two and I would say five, you must watch the show. Yeah, or if you're looking for 
just something to kind of like have on in the background that you don't have to pay attention to in any way. Something it's incredibly surprisingly dull for like, adults. You, uh, you like really won't miss anything, even if you miss the whole episode. <laughs> um, it's very sweet. It's extremely sweet. They're on the cliff with Mossy, very wholesome. Baba, yeah. Una, Mossy, mm -hmm. stuck on a cliff. Don't remember yeah. how they got up there. Una's trying yeah. to learn how to fly. Puffins mm -hmm. can fly and dive. So sometimes we are in the air, sometimes we're on the ground, sometimes we're underwater. They can it's dive up to 60 show. meters. I got my puffin, puffin facts fact? from a British source. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know how far that is, but it sounds far. <laughs> I think a meter is like 30 feet. So that's wow. <laughs> that's a long way. Yeah. <laughs> they are stuck on the cliff. It's a snowstorm. It's it's really pounding. And you see Papa Puffin. Puffin. Papa Puffin. Struggling yeah. in the wind. Yeah. You can't it's even hear scary. them shouting. And I was yeah. sitting there wondering, like, how do these things fucking survive in this subarctic weather? Yeah. But it's uh, in Ireland. Sure. That's what I meant. Yeah. Sub subarctic meaning like below the Arctic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. what's tell me more about their beaks? Radiator beaks. And they got that's it. They have like so many blood vessels in them and that they like war they like heat up and they like heat up their whole faces. So it just keeps their whole the whole selves hot with their It's kind of like face. what I imagine um Sub Zero has in his mask. Mask, sure. Cuz he's so cold. But Although I I'm, think Sub Zero doesn't need to keep warm. I think You think he likes to be that, that cold? Has to be cold. That's yeah. pretty normative. But I haven't played the Do you know he had his own solo game? No. That it was bad. bad. It was like yeah. a use the same kind of mechanics and side scrolling as Mortal Kombat. Okay. But it was like a single player like adventure game like ninja gaiden like what's going on with sub-zero he's bad though <laughs> uh, I think anyway like an anti-hero i think he has a um puffin beak mask where he that keeps his face warm that makes sense to me yeah and it lets so, him dive lets him dive up to 60 meters do you want to do our puffin rock um let's think of a good sort of dynamic segment title for our character ranking oh yeah Okay, P Puffin Power Puffin Power Ranking Puffin, the Puffin Rock Power Rank P R Puffin Rock P Power Rank. Do we need another P R? I feel like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Whew. Puffin I'll, Rock. Here's what popped into rank. my head. I'm just gonna say it. It's a Noemi's episode, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna say what popped into my head, and you can like. How about this? It's nothing. Pretty okay. raw Puffin Rock Power Rank. Okay, this still works. The thing that popped into my head. And if nothing else, even if it seems as bad as I know it is, you'll know something about me because it's what popped into my head. Okay. If, if for the purpose of this segment, we agree that we're characters called Pingo and Ringo. Yeah. Then it's the pretty raw puff and rock power ranking with Pingo and Ringo. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think that's okay. Okay, but thank you. I do think anytime we do a power ranking from now on, yeah. we have to be Pingo and Ringo. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, but I'm Pingo. Okay, I'm Ringo. Yeah, okay, I'm Pingo. I'm Ringo. This is our and Puff and Rock, pretty raw Puff and Rock power ranking. Yes. Because this is a, a Dad Talk episode, no whammies. Yeah. Uh, recorded on Christmas vacation. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm, what would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has 
put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet so it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet that's us like that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i am evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun. And so, so far we've got Una. She's the hard-driving, sandblasting, seagull-scaring baller of the bunch. And she's, like, pretty low on the power ranking. Yeah, let's say, let's count how many there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve characters on yeah. the Wikipedia page. And we've, ten. we've heard about Una. She's the main character, but she's, like... Ten. She's, she's always getting into trouble. I was reading some Reddit uh, conspiracy theories about Puffin Rock. Yeah. Um, and one of them is that like Una should have left the nest at her age, but the fact that she hasn't is like causing all of this trouble for the whole. She's family. still learning. That's the whole point. Well, there's she's a- learning how to be a puffin. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not. Uh, it's not my conspiracy theory, but she's like she's caught. She creates a lot of the tension, such as it is. Yeah. And she seems to be left in charge of Una, who's like kind of number one with a bullet. Pretty good character, though. I put Bernie pretty high oh. too. He's a crazy hermit crab. Absolutely. I think Bernie's really mind. good. So, I guess bleep that. Bernie is. Um. Everyone helps Una. Yeah. Everyone in the extended cast helps Una in a certain way. Yeah. And Bernie is the wise and old hermit crab who I think mostly teaches Una about fucking because in a lot of the episodes, his okay. female hermit crab is coming over from a neighbor island to oh, for like like a have a date. Netflix and chill. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just like subtle branding. It's a Netflix show, we should say. So yeah, they're like, they have to get their like Netflix and chill is the official tagline of Netflix. Yeah. And so they have to like get that in there some way. He's good though. He's my number one. And then Baba's number two. Wait, Baba no. says only one thing. Baba Boo. Un- Baba's number two. So you put Bernie number one. Well, here's a question. And so this is actually, I think the the question that drives that animates the show. Chris O'Dowd is he their god? Oh, hmm. And then if so, should he be on the character ranking? That's sort of two questions. Yeah, is he their Definitely, god? He. It's so hard to describe his relationship with them. He's like saying what we're thinking. Is he their God? And I guess he's our God. Question A1, who's he talking to? Because he he'll say like, it's a lovely day. I've got a good Chris O'Dowd accent and you 
Absolutely not stepped good. on. I heard it's the a, beginning. Just of it let me say, it's a, it's a lovely day on Puffin Rock. It's a lovely day on Puffin Rock. It's, it's a, a lovely, lovely day, day on Puffin Rock. It's a lovely day on Puffin Rock. And oh, and the what's going on? Oh, for mine's walk. so much better than yours. Mine was so good, British. and you stepped on it. It was coming out so good, and you stepped on it. But that's what he's like. But he's also like. Oh, it's he's he's Puffin so Rock. nice. It's a beautiful day in Puffin Rock, and what's yeah, Una up to? She's lucky. She's about to be e- like, okay. Fuck it's you. it's you have to do. It's like programmed into your British sensibility. Well, like was, anytime no, that's you do the thing. a when British I, impression, it's got to be offensive. When I first said it, it was coming I mean, out good, Irish. and you stepped on it, and then now it's now it's just like a terrible caricature. I think but, he is definitely uh, some kind of omniscient narrator. And if you told me that our reality had an omniscient narrator, I would say, oh, you that sounds like yeah. God is what you're describing. But he like, like God, I mean, he seems nice, very nice, but he'll like, let them like the the episode I'm thinking of, like uh, Una, like goes to see the super moon and she like digs a hole in the sand because she's like excited to see the super moon and she falls asleep. Oh, in fact, puffins can dig real good in the sand. She, and she falls asleep and then like, she's lost. And like, Chris O'Dowd is like, oh, Una's lost. Her parents are like, so fucking scared like yeah. are they gonna find her and they're all like Una, Una, please where are well, you like, and he's like oh and then like they find eventually find her and he says what a super adventure and what a super moon and it's that was so good his the intonation for Chris, he doesn't but, have like a lisp he's got like the sweetest little like well on the bad you have to do like the you have to do sean connor <laughs> what a super adventure and what a <laughs> super moon but he um it's nice in a way, but it's also like, help them. I don't think he can. I think he's disembodied. Yeah. I think Chris O'Dowd is God. He's set the the micro world of Puffin Rock yeah. in motion. And now without a body to to further into, he gave everything. He gave all of his physical corporeal being. To bring it into To bring existence. Puffin Rock and all the animals into existence. And, and now, now all, all he, he can, can do, do is, is say it. And he doesn't even know. It's like he might be saying it in his mind. He's saying it to an uncaring universe. He doesn't know that we can hear him. Right. But he's like, all I have now, I gave of myself that these puffins might exist. And now I can't even care for them. All I can do is say their day. Right. And I, I and might then, be he saying even it know, to no one. And he doesn't even know if by saying it, he's making it real or if he's yeah. simply just narrating reality. He's yeah. not even sure. Yes. And neither are we. And he, no. yes. Okay. So yes. he's God. He's number three on my list. Yeah. I would put him after um, Baba and Bernie, the funny hermit crap. Yeah. Me too. So I think we're pretty in agreement. So it's Baba Four, number one, Mossy. Bernie, Chris O'Dowd, the unseeing God, the blind God of Puffin Rock. Yep. And then Mossy, absolutely coming in. Eurasian picking through. And furious at number four what a character he's Good great character all so he likes to do fun. is eat some of these so characters <laughs> maybe want to eat the puffins and so they get like downranked pretty hard that's what i think flynn the fox who seems pretty nice like yeah it, that low i would say she's gonna be low because like now you get a sense that she wants to eat these nice puffins and she's like it's only politeness that's holding her back yeah but Mossy's yeah. great. Mossy only eats berries, and that's all he does. Mossy's yeah. one big flaw is that he's very selfish, but he's learning he's... how to share more and share better. Yeah, and that's fine. And I'm used to that in my world. May, Bunny. Yeah, um, Bunny. I think Cute the buddy. only thing that May ever really teaches us is the same thing that the hare taught us in the yeah. Aesop's fable. 
Mm-hmm. May likes to constantly challenge everyone to races, and then I think often loses those races. Oh, I see. The tortoise and the hare. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so it's kind of derivative character. Apple didn't fall far from the tree on that one. Oh, who's May's da- uh, daddy or mommy? May doesn't have a daddy or mommy. Okay, so what's, what's the tree and what's the apple? Oh, the the tree is the hare <laughs> from the tortoise and the hare. Oh, I see. And okay. the apple is May, the okay. rabbit from Punk and Rock. <laughs> Got it. Do you want to pause and stop down for, um? it's, it's, hang on. It's Puffin Facts with yeah. this Justin Jack. Well, pretty good that time. Pretty good, but I think I want to say like, this Justin. It's yeah. Puffin Facts with this Justin Jack. It's Puffin Facts with this Justin Jack. Nicknamed sea parrots or clowns of the sea. I'd like to stop down on this one. I've seen a couple places say they're nicknamed sea parrots, but I want to who? accuse National Geographic Puffin? kids who, who yes. Okay. I want to accuse National Geographic kids who added clowns of the sea of being like, <laughs> is that just you that have nicknamed them that? Yeah. <laughs> National and Geographic kids. And we're kids, pitching a new nickname. Writer, you know. Clowns like, of the sea. A freelance writer for Nat Geo kids who needed an extra puffin fact or wanted to spice up a perfectly good one. Is it just you? had a pretty good name. That have puffin. named them clowns of the sea i Everyone call them what a puffin is clowns of the sea <laughs> uh what's yeah. your puffin fact that's it that's they're it? nicknamed oh. sea parrots or clowns of the sea what are you looking at? you're the back checking my puffin fact is that what it is no i went to go see if anyone else i went to go google clowns of the sea to see what that's good that's exactly exactly the wrong way to do it but i love that yeah to see if puffins came up yeah and that's an article smart, actually from newsmax about <laughs> mike huckabee <laughs> came up and i was trying to figure out how newsmax and mike huckabee were in any way related to puffins and clowns are they the calling sea. mike huckabee a clown of the sea <laughs> <laughs> no i that's what that's exactly where i've gotten hung isn't up. he from like I arkansas into the, this like is he's like from the, a pretty landlocked this is the newsmax state. like <laughs> trap and we have both yeah. fallen into it <laughs> yeah yeah it's probably not a rabbit hole worth going down next in the line silky silky puffins can dive up to 60 60 meters. meters i already told you that and silky is a harbor seal who often joins una and baba when they're underwater they both share a insatiable craving for fish yes and one of the things that puffins seem to learn to do at a very young age is carry a bunch of fish in their beak yes they oh um it's time for it and it's puffin facts with this justin jack Perfect. and it's now that um, time you got it they have serrated. So this is a direct quote. I can't remember where I took it from, but I don't want people to accuse me of plagiarism. I'm saying the words that they said. Right. They have serrated bills so they can hold their fish in place. One puffin was recorded holding 83 small sand eels in its bill at once. Wow. <laughs> Which That's pretty puffin? impressive. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, name him. Yeah. Name him. Give him credit. <laughs> and um, who, who's going around counting these damn sand eels and doing nothing for them? But 83 is a lot. We haven't been, we kind of lost track of the ranking. I'm going to say May is pretty good. I don't mind May. Six. Yeah, May's fine. That's Silky six. doesn't get featured. Do you want me to start? Ten. Because we're going to have to say the ranking at the end, and we're going to be so disappointed if we don't. So <laughs> let's see. We've got number one. Number Bernie. one right now is, are you? Are we saying Bernie or, or um, Baba? Bernie. Bernie, Baba. Confidently Bernie. Number two. Three. Uh, the blind god. Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Four. Mossy. Mossy coming in fast and furious. I'm going to say five. I like May at five, the rabbit. 
uh, let's see. Do I want to say, do I want to um, challenge that? I no, think the I only think person, I, the only animal I see going May above May potentially and who I'm going to kind of pitch for six now yeah. is Spiky. Yeah, Spiky is what I was going to say. Spiky's a, a funny little hedgehog. I think uh, we Bob put Spike. Yeah, and I think that puts uh, Spiky up just above May the rabbit. So okay, we're going to so put Spiky five. Spiky. May six. May's Bob a little cocky, best. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't hold it against her. But no, I mean, everyone has their flaw. Moss everyone has their greedy. flaw. They're all learning to be pup, uh, grown up puffins. Yeah. I mean, Silky's except the other animals. She's stuck underwater. So where are we rating Silky? I, don't, wanna... I didn't get a lot. Like, just Silky's kind of a buzz in my head. So Can't get I'm, a read on I'm Silky. I'm saying like nine or 10. Yeah. Okay. So we'll but put we've Silky already got Una down. down around nine or 10. Are we ranking the parents? And Flynn around nine or 10. Do we rank the parents? total. Yeah, we're going to rank the parents. Okay. I like them both. Um, I think they're both kind. I think it's weird that they make their like three-year-old daughter watch their one-year-old son. Yeah, especially given how often she almost dies. I've said there's no tension in this show, but like she does often almost die. The seagulls are very bad. The seagulls, like it, you wouldn't expect the seagulls to be like the menacing, like frightening yeah. antagonists, but they are. And they like sometimes Except like the, the baby seagull the will get really like <laughs> trapped in fishing wire, and like Una and uh, Baba, Baba will, and some like. Freaky ass crabs will like save the baby seagull. And then when the parents come, they still try to eat the puffins. Yeah. They're not like, thanks for saving my baby. They're like, now They're we kind will of eat. Mindless. You. Yeah. The, yeah. The crabs, except for Bernie, are a little mindless. The shrews, except for Mossy, are a little mindless. Yeah. And the, the seagulls are mindless. The seagulls are mindless. Okay. Otto? Owl. And there's owl buddies. Do we want to put Otto just under May? Otto's thing seems to be that they are teaching Una how to fly. Yeah, which is that rules. And puffins can fly. They're not like their friends, the penguins. Puffins can fly. It's like hard for them to do. It takes a lot of their energy, but they can fly. Um, Otto is also a um, caregiver. Yeah. Kind of an older sibling to like two younger owls. And they don't ever seem to have parents around. It's It's a hard knocks island. So let's put Otto maybe right... I'm going to put Otto right below May. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. And then we've got Chloe. It's the final one. <clears throat> yeah. Arctic Turn. Yeah. Comes by twice a year, flying from the Arctic to the Antarctic and then back again. Uh, um, I guess kind of cool. I don't I have like a lot her. to say. Yeah. So we'll put her on. Certainly under... better than the parents and Flynn and um, yeah. Uno. Okay. Otto and then Chloe. And then I think, so now we're, we can slot in. Una. Flynn. Flynn First, well, let's put the parents above Flynn because Flynn does want to eat them, right? Yeah. Papa and Mama are kind of just like one entity. Then Flynn, and then I think Una. Yeah, that sounds right. So okay, let's you get want me the, to read this back to you? Let's get the pretty raw puff and rock power ranking with Pingo and Ringo. Pingo and Ringo, and I'm sorry we didn't do a lot of the yeah. Pingo and Ringo stuff this time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Pingo, he's Ringo, and this is the yeah. Pretty Raw Puff and Rock Power Ranking. Let's get to it, folks. It's what you've been waiting for. Number one with a bullet. It's Bernie the Hermit Crab. He teaches the puffins about doing it. Yep. Uh, then we've got- and being uh, old. 
and being an old guy yeah and wise and he has this like psychosexual drama that's playing out between him and the like regular crabs yeah yeah that i can't quite figure out a little bit yeah (laughs) yeah he's gods within gods here yeah (laughs) um so that's bernie number one then number two is baba real little cutie it's often just being like a little ball and like rolling around una's little brother very cute number three on our uh puff and rock power ranking uh the blind god chris o'dowd uh he he breathed them into creation and in so doing lost his corporeal form and his ability to interact with the universe that he created in sort of the infinite sadness. But he, he remains upbeat and like, charming. yeah, all that is left to him is to narrate the proceedings on puff and rock. And even yep. he doesn't know whether by speaking, he is speaking them into creation right. or whether he is just recording what's already happening, nor does he know that we can hear him. He believes that he is speaking into the void, into the eternal, endless sea. Yeah. Okay, that's number... Three. Three. Number four, Mossy coming in fast and furious. Pygmy Shrew. Very Pygmy cute. Pygmy Shrew, real loves, cutie. Loves eating berries. Yeah, love this guy. Number five is Baba's bestie, Spike. Stop for a second. Okay, yeah. Mossy is the head of the Shrew crew, and all of them seem like beasts too, so is perhaps Mossy another minor god? Mossy Shrews. Is the is the god of the shrews? Yeah, a minor god of the shrews. That sounds right. Because some of them are like animated and speak, and then some of the animals, like the seagulls, don't seem to have any. The like, hedgehogs don't speak. Intelligence. At all. Yeah. The so hedgehogs that's pretty don't seem to have intelligence either. Yeah. So Mossy's number four. Baba's bestie Spiky number five. Then we've got May the rabbit. Fine. Six. Fine. A little bit of a problem with the with the narcissism. Otto comes in at number seven. I can't. Yep. Owl, yeah. barn owl. Uh, barn owl. Um, cute, nice. Cute, friendly. Orphan, uh, then w- three orphaned kids, the bigger brother taking care of the two younger ones. Yeah, we love Otto. It's kind of an unfair ranking, but there a lot of these guys are good. So far, everyone's good. Um, then we're getting into the like less good territory. We've got Chloe. I would the say ter- it's unfair. Yeah. I would say it's pretty raw. It's pretty raw. That's the thing. We warned you. That's what it yeah. says on the tin. Bingo yeah. warned you, and then Ringo warned you. So yeah. don't come complaining to us. <laughs> Um, now we've got Chloe, a ter- an Arctic turn who just, there's not much to say about. Yeah. It's sort of an interesting story. Yeah. It's an interesting story, but they don't that maybe dwell on the songs. interesting parts of the story. Yeah. She does songs. We should say, let's stop down now to say that the theme song, absolute fucking banger. Oh, so good. It'll get stuck in your head. So fucking so hard. hard. Come and play on our little Island. If you look, you'll see we'll be here. Come rain or shine in the sky or the Puff and rock. You know what it sounds like? A crack addict. A little bit. It no. sounds like um what's the first chapter of the Bible called? Genesis. It sounds like Genesis a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all about the natural world coming and like the energies of the world coming out and they're always there. Maybe that's the incantation that the blind god Chris O'Dowd spoke to speak them into existence in the first <laughs> yeah. place. I think the so. song was so beautiful that it created and then it a ends world. with Puffin Rock. Yeah, it's really, it's really nice. And then does he say, what does Baba say? Baba Booey? 
Baba Boo. Yeah, he, he I think he Baba says Boo. that. He should take it back <laughs> from Howard Stern. <laughs> okay, so that's so. Then then we've got Chloe. Then we got Papa and Mama. It's nothing against them. They're just like they're nothing. They're great parents. They like provide for. They have a burrow and they they're bring like, fish home and they let. What's their the opposite of helicopter home. parents? Submarine parents. Submarine parents. They're like out. They're somewhere. about, but you can't see them. Yeah, they're submarine parents. Yeah. They're like really letting uh, Una and Baba do whatever. Yeah, and sometimes that equals like Did maybe getting eaten by seagulls. Because I hope so, so. We should like fucking trademark that. Well, we won't be able to because technically, it, Pingo and Ringo will have invented submarine parents just no, by the rules of this segment. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so Baba, yes, so that's it. So there are submarine parents. They don't do much. No. Then we've got Flynn. Flynn's a fox. We're just suspicious of her. That's why I can't rate her any higher. Like, I think she wants to eat the puppets. Yeah, I think if if we, if if the blind god yeah. and us yeah. weren't watching. Yeah, she would eat the puffins. She would eat the puffins. A hundred percent. Um, and then finally, at number 10, I guess, is Una. She's the hard-driving, sand-blasting, seagull-scaring baller of the bunch. This hard-headed gull stomper is on Sing a seagull again. diet. She sees gulls, she eats them. They call her Una because, ooh, nah, is what you're going to be saying when she curb-stomps your sorry ass and leaves you for dead. Pretty good. Um, that's Puffin Rock. Yeah, that's Puffin uh, Rock. Something you'll probably love if you are two or- Two to five. Addicted to crack. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Always works. It works. It works. However, it's delivered. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a very good. <laughs> it's a perfect joke. There's just so many ways to get it out there. Um, we don't have time for our name generator. Which puff and rock character are you? But like, I feel like we've given you Pingo and Ringo have given you. Yeah. We can't do it because we're tools. Pingo and Ringo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't take off Pingo and Ringo to put on puff and rock characters, but yeah. you can. Yeah. But you can, um, you have all the tools you need to yeah. know which puff and rock character you are. Um, so sound off in the comments. Uh, what else? Support Irish art. That's um, the whole show. Come back next week, I guess, when we um, will be sent into the far future. This is, again, yeah. a brief respite. And I should yeah. say, this has been Dad Talk. And now I think that's it. We just have to go. It was a whole episode of Dad Talk, yeah. Yeah, a um, whole episode And it was of Strange Talk. Bedfellows as far Goodbye. as our advertisers and um, yeah. impressions are concerned. Yeah, and this has been the winter of our Chris content. But I don't want to leave much talking after saying this has been dad talk you're right sorry goodbye we might be childhood friends and i'm a childhood